Right up, Straight Talk with Art Levine. Our guest tonight, Jim McDonald, Chief of Police of the Long Beach Police Department, as we continue our 21st anniversary year. Closed captioning provided by Scan Health Plan. Straight Talk is brought to you in part by Southern California Edison. For over 100 years, life powered by Edison. The Press-Telegram, your local news leader for over 100 years. Join us for tonight's edition of Straight Talk. And now your host, Art Levine. Good evening and welcome to Straight Talk. We have a great show for you tonight. Our guest for the entire show is the Chief of Police of the Long Beach Police Department, Jim McDonald. Chief McDonald, welcome back. Thanks, Art. Good to be back. Give us an update on the crime statistics this year. I know we've had some challenges. Yeah, we, we certainly have, uh, as have other jurisdictions around California and, and particularly across the nation. Uh, we've seen an uptick in, in gang crime. We've seen an uptick in, in Long Beach and homicide in particular. Um, uh, property crime uh, has been up fairly dramatically. Uh, whenever I look at uh, that, I see property crime particularly as something that we can impact as a community by working together and by uh, being more vigilant as to what we leave visible, how easy uh, we leave our homes and our vehicles to access by people who shouldn't have access. Uh, little things make the big difference, and uh, we constantly reach out to the community to try and ask them to help us do the job of keeping all of us safe. Yeah, uh, crime fighting, and we'll talk about this later, is, is really a community effort, it's not a, just the police department. It's a team sport. Team Team sport, yeah. Mm -hmm. And I know that for many years now, the crime figures each year have been very good. Reductions in crime year after year after year. But starting kind of around the beginning of this year, it spiked up with something that you actually publicly expressed concern about with, uh, with what you call the perfect storm, realignment, right. a bad economy, and uh, I forget what the third thing was. Or the decreased uh, number of officers. Yeah, and, and, the, and, the, and the cutbacks in the officers, you right. know. Right. And what you kind of sensed has come to pass, and right. crime, unfortunately, is on the uptick here and elsewhere. Yeah, unfortunately, it's predictable. When you look at the trends over time, we uh, finished up the year 2010 with 40-year lows across the board in both violent and property crime. Uh, we were very proud of that, but we could see what was coming down the road with uh, continued budget cuts. Uh, we're down from our high of 1,020 officers budgeted to an actual number today of 809. So that's a significant 20% decrease. Uh, we've had to uh, uh, change our strategies, our crime-fighting strategies, to uh, be able to accommodate that loss in officers. Uh, and again, the reach out, I can't overstate the importance of the reach out to the community to be able to help us keep everybody safe. And besides 2010, 2011 were good crime figures going, going down. They were. We started to see, in, in some categories, we went down in 11 as well. Uh, but we started to see that uptick and we started to see the trending uh, change. So I think to put it in perspective, uh, we're very concerned about the, uh, the direction the crime is going, but when you look at where we are number-wise, uh, coming up from 2010 with 40-year lows, uh, over a period of 10 years or 20 years to say comparatively how are we, we're still a very safe city. But you accept the principle, and I know there's been dialogue uh, in public on, on this with the uh, with the budget restrictions that the city has faced, that that more police officers does mean more safety, without question. 
In my mind, I mean, there's, there's uh, an argument to be made that just more officers out there uh, does not have a, a, a significant impact. I would argue with that, that if the, those officers are well-supervised, well-led, well-trained, and well-resourced, uh, that makes all the difference in the world. Um, I, I know that if we were able to go back to the number we had three years ago, we could turn that trend around again. Uh, and We really could. I believe we could, absolutely, right. absolutely. I know one of the things that, that you have uh, creatively employed, uh, particularly in the face of uh, these budget cutbacks, is, is technology. Right. Uh, policing smarter, as you say, rather than just with uh, boots on the ground. Of course, ideally you want both. Right. But uh, one of the uh, new technological advances is this LB COP thing. Tell us about that. Right. Yeah, LB COP is just an acronym for Long Beach Common Operating Picture. Uh, at our communication center, which is a state-of-the-art center, um, we're very proud of what we have. We're co-located with the fire department. Uh, we took a piece of that uh, property. And, and that, that's where the 911 calls That's going. correct, yes. Uh, we took a piece of that property that's directly adjacent to our police dispatch, and we turned it into this Long Beach Common Operating Picture, where we get camera feeds from all over the city into a wall of monitors. And as a call comes in, a dispatcher will have the ability to reach out to the Long Beach COP staff, which would be an officer, an analyst, and a dispatcher once we're fully deployed, and to be able then to start doing a drill down. First of all, to pull up the camera that's closest to the call in question and start to see in real time what's going on there to relay that to the officers during their response to that call, but then also to be able to use some analytics to dig down into what do we have when we get there. What's happened previously at that address, that property, the area surrounding that? If we have a vehicle license, tell us about who owns the vehicle, what's the, what's the history on that? And then if we can dig further into it, who, on the registered owner of that, what do we know about them? Uh, that gives us a, a tremendous amount of uh, information to be able to provide the officers in the field so they would likely know that if the vehicle leaves the scene, what's the direction of travel, where are they likely headed back to, uh, probably their, their home address. Um, so all of these are additional tools that, that makes uh, the officers in the field more efficient, more effective, uh, and provides a greater level of officer safety as well. And the city of Long Beach has cameras in public places in certain appropriate areas that uh, that are available to you right. but now in addition uh, private businesses that have their own internal security cameras can mate and join this tell us about that yeah the beauty of this i mean in the economic times we're in we don't have the ability to be able to hardline uh, cameras from around the city into a command post but what we do have with the benefit of the internet is to be able to capture the ip address for uh, through the internet for businesses or residences out there so that they join this partnership we have so that we have access to their cameras. If they have pan, tilt, zoom cameras, we have the ability then with their permission to be able to go into their system and, and uh, remotely uh, maneuver the camera to be able to see what it is we need to see on their property. Uh, it's a, a tremendous uh, tool for us, but it's a tremendous benefit to the individual because they're getting value beyond what they would normally get from just being able to view it themselves. So if you're a private business owner and you have internal security cameras, call up the Long Beach Police Department and at no cost to you, you can join your cameras and make them part of this uh, uh, technology. So if there's an incident at your address, the police can, uh, can perhaps see who the uh, culprit is and uh, and uh, and gain a, a quicker response. In addition to the uh, the ability to be able to, uh, to have a picture of what's happening to the responding officers, it also gives us the ability 
after the fact to be able to pull it up for identification of the suspects, vehicle licenses, to vehicle descriptions, but also to use that then not only for apprehension but for prosecution. By having a video of the crime, uh, the prosecution costs are cut dramatically. In all likelihood, you'll get a cop-out rather than having to go through a lengthy and expensive trial process. Great. Okay, in the next segment, we'll be talking about the recent report of the uh, L.A. County Commission on Violence in the Jails. The chief was a member of that commission, and we'll get an update from him. We'll be right back after these messages. Supported by Edison International. Californians are getting to be old hands at year-round energy conservation, part of our special awareness of the resources we all depend on. We're making the change to energy-efficient light bulbs, keeping warm-weather thermostats set to a comfortable 78 degrees, and giving major appliances the afternoon off. Because when it comes to energy conservation, it all adds up. Life powered by Edison. In today's world, everything's connected. From the workplaces that support us, to the homes that welcome us, to the trees and wildlife habitats that remind us how important our environment is. When a bird lands on a branch, and in the midst of a busy day, we stop to watch. It makes us realize we're all in the same boat. The Port of Long Beach welcomes this world with open arms, an environmental policy that's second to none, and a commitment to shaping a vibrant community. The Port of Long Beach, thinking outside the docks. Hello, I'm Jessica Hardy, a proud Long Beach native and a member of the USA Swimming national team. Having spent much of my life in water, I've developed a deep appreciation for the valuable role that this precious resource plays in our lives. In recent years, California's water supply has become unreliable. To address this reality, Long Beach residents have dramatically reduced their water use through permanent lifestyle changes. In doing so, Long Beach has made itself a leader in water conservation. As I work hard to achieve my personal goal of qualifying for the 2012 Summer Olympics, I encourage you to continue your tremendous efforts to use water in smart and responsible ways. So join me and your fellow Long Beach residents in strengthening the water conservation movement. By making small but significant changes in our water use habits, together we can ensure that we have a reliable water supply for many generations to come. We're back with Chief McDonald. Chief, uh, you're involved in a number of different activities outside of Long Beach commissions and so forth and so on. And most recently, uh, the report of the Citizens Commission on Jail Violence. You served on that commission. You were appointed by uh, Supervisor Don Kanabi. Right. The commission just wrapped up its uh, uh, work. And uh, let me just read from uh, the beginning of the executive summary. There's been a persistent pattern of unreasonable force in the L.A. County jails that dates back many years. Notwithstanding a litany of reports and recommendations by many bodies over two decades, it was only recently that the L.A. County Sheriff's Department began to implement changes that significantly reduced the level of force used by deputy sheriffs in the jails. The responsibility lies with the department's leadership. Significantly, the department failed to identify, monitor, and address force problems until the sheriff began to take an active interest last year in the wake of a series of scathing reports, the glare of adverse publicity, 
actions by the County Board of Supervisors, including creating this commission and a series of public hearings. Uh, you were there for the entire year the commission met. Uh, give us your take on the recommendations of the commission. Yeah, we worked, uh, we worked on this since uh, we kicked it off in October of last year uh, at the direction of the LA County Board of Supervisors. Uh, we had a panel of seven people that came together. Um, we had uh, a lot of people that were uh, pro bono attorneys working behind the scenes doing the investigation and analysis of over 30,000 pages worth of uh, information, uh, looking at prior lawsuits, looking at use of force reports, looking at uh, anything that they had access to in addition to over 150 interviews that were conducted of uh, people both inside the uh, Sheriff's Department, uh, people who had served time in the county jail, and observers who had been watching the jail for a long period of time. Uh, the takeaway from all of that was the report that was completed uh, and, uh, and unveiled last Friday. Uh, 63 recommendations overall, uh, you know, pursuant to the findings of the report. Uh, it's online, and I would, I would recommend that anybody who has an interest uh, take a look at it. Uh, it's very straightforward. Uh, there were deficiencies found and uh, identified very clearly, and a number of recommendations made to be able to help rectify those deficiencies. Um, and it goes across the board from management, culture, uh, use of force issues, uh, and on and on. Um, the sheriff yesterday uh, held a press conference and, and during that embraced all of the recommendations that he is going to actively work to implement those within the system. So we're optimistic that this, uh, this time spent and, and all the work that went on this will, uh, will be fruitful and that uh, overall we'll have a better system than we may have had in the past. Now it's not an easy job running a jail or no. jails and, uh, and there are some pretty tough characters who you are imprisoning in sure. these jails, but you accept the principle that uh, un, you, un, uh, unreasonable force should not be used even in a jail situation, or anywhere for that matter, but certainly not in a jail situation. That's correct. Yeah, I mean, you, you have a very tough environment. The deputies who work in and custody assistants who work in, in that jail every day, uh, they deserve an awful lot of credit. That is a very, very tough environment. You have some of the more violent people in America housed in, in the L.A. County Jail. You have all of the complexity that goes along with that, with uh, the issues of mental illness that are so prevalent. Uh, you have gang issues that uh, you probably don't have anything similar anywhere else in the nation or around the world. So uh, there's an awful lot of work goes into that. It's a tough, complex environment. Um, but when you look at the force, force is necessary in a jail at times. Uh, and I think that the whole key is that the force uh, that's used by the deputies needs to be reasonable and it needs to be warranted. And, uh, and what we're looking at is an acknowledgement that, you know, force is, is part, of, uh, part of the business. Uh, that's the nature of the beast. But the other part is unreasonable force is not. And the first sentence of the executive summary mentions that this has been a persistent problem in L.A. County Jail going back many, many years. But uh, Lee Baca is the sheriff today. Yes. And responsibility does start at the top in any organization. Sure and the sheriff has to bear his share of the responsibility for, for this current situation. Yeah, that, that's very true. Uh, he said it himself a number of times. He's the elected official in charge of uh, the L.A. County Sheriff's Department. Uh, yesterday, um, as I mentioned, he took, uh, he took control. He basically said, okay, I embrace the recommendations and we're moving forward uh, and we're going to try and uh, implement each and every one of them. So we're optimistic. And your 
as a personal member of the commission, is it your belief that if these 63 recommendations are implemented or substantially implemented, the situation will improve? I believe the situation will improve. It's not something where you can go in and just uh, check the box on any of these recommendations. It has to become part of the culture. It has to be something that's embraced as part of what the way that the business is done on a daily basis. And it not only we, we need not only to look at, uh, at the top of the organization, but it has to be a philosophy that's infused throughout the organization. And that's the challenge in doing, doing that in an environment that is as complex and is as violent uh, as the one that we're looking at. And you're suggesting that culture cannot be changed overnight. This has to be an ongoing process with attention played, paid to it over many months and years. Well, that's correct. Yeah. Thank you, Chief, for your service you. on that. We'll be back with our conversation with the Chief after we pause for these messages. How do you like your chances the rest of the week? I got no idea. But I do know that if we stay with Naples Rib Company, at least we won't go hungry. Coach, what do you think about some of those questionable calls tonight? Oh, yeah, but if you want a sound call, I'd call Naples Rib Company. You can't miss on that call. Then Naples Rib Company is part of your game plan? There really is nothing more motivating than a great barbecue meal at Naples Rib Company. Victory or not, Naples Rib Company, great game plan. At Performance Plus Tire, you'll find we carry Toyo tires. For over 50 years, Toyo has been a world leader in the development of high-quality tires. Optimum performance, safety, and a comfortable ride. That's what makes Toyo tires great. And now come into Performance Plus Tire for a great deal on these Toyo tires. Proxies ST, Open Country AT, and Proxies 4. Toyo tires, driven to perform. Come in today and we'll install new Toyo tires on your vehicle while you wait. Performance Plus Tire on Cherry Avenue, one mile north of the 405 in Long Beach. I want to improve my career opportunities. I want to earn a higher salary at my job. I'd like to finish what I started. The new Bachelor of Arts in Liberal Arts degree completion program at Cal State Long Beach will help you achieve your educational goals while keeping your life in balance. Contact our customer service center at 1-800-963-2250 for more information or visit us on the web. Let CSULB help you finish what you started. As your business searches for smart ways to save, don't forget about the one that's right in front of you. Switch to the Charter Business Bundle and you can save big without sacrificing a thing. Get reliable business telephone and high-speed internet with local support and great features. Power your business with great savings starting today. It's easy to pay less and get more. Call now and make a switch to the Charter Business Bundle. We're back having this wonderful conversation with the chief. Uh, we talked earlier briefly, chief, about how crime fighting is not just the responsibility of the police department, but a community effort. But right. let's talk about that for a second. Sure. I mean, when you uh, when you look at the job of uh, of policing in Long Beach, uh, we try and be as proactive as we possibly can uh, to be out there, to be visible, to be able to. Uh, uh, focus on those that we know are committing the crimes to be able to prevent crimes from happening by using uh, information that we obtain from the community and to be able to prevent crimes before they happen. Uh, unfortunately, that doesn't always happen and we end up responding to crimes after the fact. In those cases, uh, it's critical that we get as much cooperation as we possibly can uh, from the community as far as identifying who, d who committed the crime um, and any information we can use then for follow-up investigation because as I mentioned earlier, 
with diminished resources, it's critical that that information obtained at the crime scene or directly after uh, be obtained so that we can uh, do the investigation in an abbreviated amount of time as possible because one crime comes down the road after another after another and you get backlogged. And a recent crime, an alert neighbor uh, called 911 when she saw something suspicious and that resulted in an apprehension. Yeah, well, that was publicized. That happens all the time and we're very, very thankful uh, to the people who decide, you know what, I've had it. I'm not going to watch a crime happen and not do anything about it. I'm going to call and I'm going to be a good witness. And we're not looking for people to get involved and put themselves in jeopardy. Uh, but a, a good witness who gets a license plate, who gets a description of the person or has information about somebody who's a repeat offender within their own community, uh, that's critical to right. us. And I've often said that nobody knows a community better than the people who live there. Sure. The officers who work there each and every day know something about it, but somebody who lives there knows what's happening and can be very helpful to us in making the community safer. And neighborhood watch organizations are also helpful along those lines. Sure. Anybody anybody who uh, who takes the time to, to work with their neighbors, to get to know each other, that's the critical piece is people don't know who lives next door, who lives yeah. two doors down, or what their habits are. So when something happens and there's a moving truck out front, uh, and they're moving stuff out of the house, you would hope that the neighbors around would know that that's scheduled and planned <laughs> and, and not that they're being burglar, uh, burglarized yeah. and, and they're watching it in progress. Well, let me put a plug in for the Long Beach Police Department, uh, Long Beach Police Foundation. I'm involved in that organization. Its purpose in life is to help the Long Beach Police Department do its job through giving assistance in training and technology and also community outreach, including, importantly, youth programs. And... Uh, this is an opportunity for you as a citizen of Long Beach or a neighboring community to help the police department do their job. We're offering now charter memberships in the Long Beach Police Department. You get one of these beautiful foundation, foundation <laughs> uh, one of these beautiful laminated membership cards. It's $100 a year. It's tax deductible. And uh, just speak to the value of what the Long Beach Police Foundation does for yeah. the Long Beach Police Department. Yeah, well, thank you. And thank you, Art, for your leadership with the foundation. Uh, this is a critical partnership that we have that where members of the community can get involved in uh, whatever manner they feel appropriate to be able to help promote what it is we'd like to be able to do beyond the core uh, mission. Uh, so many of our, our opportunities and our abilities to be able to work with youth in the community that are so critical to to uh, providing mentoring and, and helping kids stay on the right path uh, have been diminished now due to budget in the last several years. So to be able to use uh, revenue raised through the foundation uh, to be able to help further some of those programs, not for the police to actually be the ones out there doing it, but to be a partner and be able to be involved, come in and spend some time, uh, speak with the, uh, the youth in the city, and then to be able to still be available for calls and go where they need to go to. Um, but to give uh, other, others who do this full-time, uh, park and recs and, uh, and so many uh, private sector organizations and nonprofits who do youth programs to be able to work with them uh, to enhance uh, what's available to kids. Some of the wonderful programs supported by the Long Beach Police Foundation include Shop with a Cop, where uh, kids go shopping at Target, they get a $100 a gift card and they go literally shopping with a police officer where there's a positive interaction. The youth explorers that are young uh, men and women who some of them will go on to uh, apply for the police academy and uh, boxing programs, a, a whole array of wonderful programs. Uh, one year we sent a police officer to Israel for any terrorist training that mm -hmm. the city budget did not permit. 
So these things are really, really good, and you can be part of it by joining the Police Foundation. The first 300 members to join will be designated forever as charter members, so long as you keep your annual membership active. And among those who have already joined, besides the chief and myself and the city prosecutor, are the mayor, Bob Foster, Councilman Gary DeLong, the president of FNM Bank, Dan Walker, John Morris, Mike Salt, Nick Worthington, Julie Higginis, Rabbi Stephen Moskowitz, Mike Walter, Alex Bellhumer, and Jim Hankler. And uh, as the old poster went, Uncle Sam wants you, we want you to join. We're putting up the website of the Police Foundation and the telephone number. At the end of that segment, you can pay by credit card or by check. It's tax deductible, and you'll be helping make Long Beach a safer city. So uh, it's a partnership. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for your leadership. Right. <laughs> and I know uh, you had experience up in L.A. for many, many years as right. uh, the number two guy up there. And the foundation in Los Angeles is very robust. It is. It is. The police, depart uh, the police department has a great foundation in Los Angeles. And more recently, uh, the fire department up there has also started their own foundation. Uh, and people uh, want to be actively involved as best they can in helping uh, promote public safety. This is, I think, a great opportunity to be able to do that, to have access to what's uh, to know what's going on in the department, have access to the, the people within the department, and uh, to be able to just see, you know, what are we yeah. doing and potentially how do we do it better. I think it's a great opportunity, despite the tough budget situation we're in. Here's a chance for the community to step forward and pick up a little bit about that slack, a little bit of that slack, and be part of the solution. To this problem. So uh, we'll be back with the rest of our show after these messages. When I was a boy growing up in Italy, I had a dream to own my own store. I came to the United States and I worked hard as a tailor. Hi, I'm Umberto. I've been in Long Beach since 1960 carrying the finest quality men's clothing. It was a long way away, but styles are just around the corner. Umberto, 2141 Bellflower, Long Beach. Founded in 1976, Polly's Gourmet Coffee is Southern California's most complete gourmet coffee store. Polly's has the best tasting coffee, freshly roasted every day right in the store. Plus a wide selection of teas, an in-house bakery, espresso bar, patio dining, and more. We also offer Wi-Fi, free internet access for all of our customers. Our nationwide clientele agree, when it comes to coffee, there's only one name to remember. Polly's. 4606 East 2nd Street, welcoming you into Belmont Shore. who are closest to you, from our family to yours. McCarty's Jewelry, since 1932. How do you like your chances the rest of the week? I got no idea. But I do know that if we stay with Naples Rib Company, at least we won't go hungry. Coach, what do you think about some of those questionable calls tonight? Oh, yeah, but if you want a sound call, I'd call Naples Rib Company. You can't miss on that call. 
than Naples Rib Company as part of your game plan? There really is nothing more motivating than a great barbecue meal at Naples Rib Company. Victory or not, Naples Rib Company, great game plan. I think we're very fortunate to have a chief in this city of the quality of Jim McDonald. Uh, he's part of this community, he's everywhere, and uh, he embraces technology and invites the community to uh, join his police department, our police department, in a common effort against against crime and the bad guys. And Chief, I'll give you a few seconds to say whatever you want. Well, just a thank you to all of those in the city. This is a great city as far as supporting public safety. Uh, thank you to those who've gotten involved in the past and to those who maybe uh, could step up more. Uh, we welcome the help. Uh, we need the help of, uh, of all of our residents in this city to be able to help us realize what a city we can be. Uh, a little work goes an awful long way. Uh, the public truly is the eyes and ears of the police department. So if there's something that you feel that uh, would be helpful to us and, and help making our community safer, we would very much appreciate that. Thank you, Chief. Thanks for the great work you and your men and women do, and thanks for joining us on Straight thank Talk. Thank you, very much. Okay, and thank you at home for being with us, and please join us next week for the next edition of our show. Good night, everyone. Straight Talk has been brought to you by Southern California Edison, The Press-Telegram, and remember, Straight Talk is viewable worldwide 24-7 at straighttalktv.com.